This is Ion Health, delving into your overall well-being. With Arab Health. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Great to have you with us on Ion Health, brought to you by Arab Health. Today we've got our eye on technology. Have you ever wished that there was a one-stop shop, one central file for all of your medical records? Not just yours, but your family's as well. Well, there is. It's here in the UAE and it's called Malafi. Dr. Rahul Goyal joining us today. He is the Senior Vice President of Clinical Engagement at Malafi in Abu Dhabi. Speaking to us from the UK, it is really fascinating to talk to you because you do have something of a dual role in that you are a trained family doctor and an eye doctor, but also have your finger on the pulse when it comes to technologies and how those can be applied to family medicine. Can you explain, first of all, what happens at Malafi and what does that word even mean, doctor? Thanks. So uh, thanks for having me, actually. Um, um, Malafi is an Arabic word which means my file. So we look at it as, um, from a philosophical perspective, as my patient's story, my narrative. Mm-hmm. And and why that important? Why that's important is um, the one thing that uh, clinicians, doctors, nurses, physios, and all the clinical healthcare provider community uh, struggle with is getting timely information on their patients' uh, past history, mm-hmm. what happened before. A test was done. Um, There are certain uh, loss of efficiencies because of a lack of that information in a timely fashion. So we can all identify. I am a patient as well. I live in the community. Um, At times that when we go and see our doc, he says, well, you know what? You had this test done in such and such facility. Let's wait for the results. Can you bring me those results? Uh, yeah. yeah. Or recently I was given um, an MRI of my knee and a CD-ROM. And I was like, I don't think I have any CD player anymore in my world. And I know I'm going to put this somewhere and I might have test results that have been, you know, pre-pregnancy. And, and you and, you know, and we live in a transient part of the world. Doctors come and go. We might change alliances with, our, with clinics. We might move neighborhoods. And as a result, our, our life stories, as you say, our, our data is scattered and it's not cohesive in any way, which presumably puts uh, your current doctor at something of a disadvantage. Precisely. Um, so um, what Malafi is essentially is a health information exchange uh, mandated by the Department of Health Abu Dhabi. Um, and as the name suggests, the health information exchange exchanges all relevant clinical information uh, amongst all your clinical provider group. Uh, in real time. So if I go to a facility A today and have my lab tests done uh, and uh, my um, MRI knee, let's go with that example done, and the resulted and the results are back tomorrow. Now I choose to go to facility B because I quite like the doctor over there. Or it's um, on my insurance or, or it's what, whatever. Oh, or exactly. exactly. Yeah. Or, or a second opinion, or, or the insurance uh, actually asks me to go there. And the doctor over there now is able to see what the doctor in the facility A said, what they did for me, lab tests wise, the MRI wise, what was the reports of them. Uh, and they can do it at a just actually a click of a button. So that's what health information exchanges do. They put all your relevant clinical information at the touch of a button. So the clinicians don't have to go out of their workflow. They don't have to log on to a different portal. The one thing that patients and doctors hate the most is the lack of FaceTime, you know. So 
technology aside, technology is the easy bit. If you look at the human factor here in the room, it's uh, the counsel between a clinician and a patient. Mm -hmm. FaceTime is so, so important. If you are able to get that information uh, without moving your eye away from your patient with a quick snapshot, the amount of value add, the efficiency in care, the safety in care, so I don't prescribe something that the person's allergic to or already being prescribed elsewhere, a very important part, and able to make a decision now, not a week later, not two weeks later after that information is available, mm-hmm. is that value add. I think the safety aspect is absolutely crucial, but also the frustration aspect. I think we've all been there where someone's been on the phone trying to trying to get a record. You're there going through your emails, trying to find an MRI report or blood test that, you know, from a few years ago. And you're trying to forward it on to them. And time is really precious. You know, it's our most precious commodity in so many ways. And, you know, in doctors, certainly that's the case when it comes to those hours and scheduling appointments and the knock on effect. So this is an absolute no-brainer as far as I'm concerned. I'm a bit baffled that we, you know, we haven't had this conversation before. What's happening in other parts of the world when it comes to this kind of streamlined technique and technology? So that's a very good question, actually. Um, so health information exchanges have uh, existed for a bit. Um, if I was to look at the globe, um, uh, the most developed systems exist in the US uh, and Scandinavia, actually, Finland, Uh, and some of the European countries. Uh, The UK has uh, a bit of it. It's called the summary care record. It's not uh, prevalent in all parts, but it is coming up as a requirement for the reasons that we just stated. Mm -hmm. Um, From a Malafi perspective, it's the the first HIE health information exchange in the region, and it's the fastest growing. So since uh, we started operating or connecting facilities in 2019, uh, we are now just over 97% of all hospitals connected in the Emirate of Abu Dhabi. So if you look at the pool of data and the amount of uh, uh, encounters that Malafi touches on a daily basis between the patients and the doctors, it's phenomenal. I mean, the value add. What kind of opt-in buy-in do you need from both um, healthcare providers, hospitals, clinics, but also the patient? So that, that's, that's, the, that's a pertinent question, again, the human factor. So because it's a Department of Health uh, program, it is a mandate to improve the healthcare. So all facilities that are licensed with the Department of Health are mandated to connect to Malafi in a, in a specified reasonable amount of time. And then we provide the technical support to enable that. Um, from a patient's perspective, again, it's a, it's, it's a no-brainer. If you think of it, put yourself now in the patient's shoes again. If I go to facility A, facility B, uh, currently, if those both facilities offer a patient portal, I would have to log on to two separate apps and then look at my glucose results from one and the other. Uh, Humans are very visual people. Uh, They like to see trends and graphs. So think of it in this way. Now I'm the same patient, but my records are collected on Malafi. And I've gone to both these facilities and I can see my glucose results as a graph on both of them. So I can see what's my, what I'm trending at. So in a way, you're agnostic of where you go, as long as you go uh, to a, 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 um, a provider within the region, uh, within Abu Dhabi. Doctor, what about anyone who's got concerns about data breaching, data privacy? Uh, again, very important uh, because we see a lot of examples happening, unfortunately, around us. So uh, Malafi deals with 
it uh, by by providing a best-in-class security features. They are vetted uh, by, by, by auditors. We do uh, regular checks on it. Everyone working in the environment is uh, certified by the uh, uh, best practice guidelines, HIPAA being one of them. It's an American Health Information Portability Act. So it's a very tightly run system. And um, as a patient again, and I'm one of them, um, I wouldn't be worried about the safety aspect of it because I know the technology and the safety and the consideration given behind it is so tight. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, if I was to look at it from a doctor's perspective, risk benefit, the benefit to be gained out of it is phenomenally exponentially higher than any perceived risk. And when I say perceived risk, it's a lot of perception because the way these systems are built, they are um, hacker proof, I would like to say, go on a limb and say that. No, <laughs> putting it out there. So what is the long term goal? What's the big dream? Are we hoping for this to be the case internationally? So if someone relocates from UAE to, you know, back to South Africa or back to France, mm-hmm. that they'll be able to have those files, that data with them for the rest of their days. So, so that's uh, you touch on what I call the holy grail uh, for the patient. Um, and that, that's what we would love to see, that the patients, uh, whenever they, uh, they go back home, they are able to capture all the significant moments in their medical history uh, to give back to their clinicians back home now. And if that can be generated into a report or a document mm-hmm. that can electronically go, I, I hate the paperless version of uh, printing, scanning, and shredding because, uh, yeah, so paperlessly and actual paperlessly go into their systems and talk to that system. That will be the holy grail. So as if you were never away from that practice and you were always a patient. That's the familiarity we want to get to the clinicians. I wanted to ask you something which has been kind of claimed quite a lot over the course of the last few weeks and months, which was that when we look back of different eras of the last few hundred years, we've seen certain events kick-starting certain movements or trends. So, for example, Cold War kick-starting the space age. And there's been the claim that COVID-19 is going to be acting as a catalyst for, you know, the health age. And I think technology is such an important part of that. This sounds like this could be a very strong indicator that that might, that might be the case. Absolutely. And uh, we only saw that... Uh almost nine months into inception of Malafi when COVID hit in the middle of, well, in the early 2020s, uh, because Malafi was already getting data from COVID results, you know, the swabs that we do, uh, we were able to provide dashboards to the Department of Health to look at trends. And that was a massive value add. And if you go back in time and see, if we didn't have that benefit, um, uh, the, 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 the swiftness of the decisions that the healthcare leadership in the Emirate was able to take uh, would probably have been impeded. So it was an, a tool at the right time. Uh, disease outbreaks, population health management, that again is the holy grail B mm-hmm. that I add to, which all this healthcare data can be leveraged by the departments of health to resource the departments properly. So if they see that there are pockets of uh, diabetes, heart disease, risk prediction for stroke. Now that you have all the data, you can actually layer on predictive technology 
to see what the health trends are going to be. And I think this is my hope is that we're starting to see an era of health care rather than sick care that it becomes preventative. It becomes anticipating and whether that is through, as you say, data or genes or geography that we're going to be able to because we know you know commercially you know financially it makes an awful lot more sense to be able to prevent disease than it is to actually treat it down the line um what role do you think this kind of data collection could could help really make that shift so yes so that's the um that's where the the big data is leveraged now uh, the, the healthcare data in this case um so if we know uh, in a community of, uh, say, 10 million, um, you have about um, 500,000 people or 100,000 people who, uh, or, or a million people who actually have diabetes. Um, how bad is the diabetes? Do they have other risk factors like uh, health, a cardiac problem, which is a heart disease? Are they more prone to a stroke because of smoking or any other uh, concern? You can actually get a trend result in saying, one year from now, this, much, this many people would probably be tending towards a stroke. Or the other missed million, as we call them in the UK, how many people who are smokers could uh, develop COPD? Mm-hmm. How many people who are diabetic could develop chronic kidney disease? Reduce that burden from the hospitals. Reduce the amount of uh, dollars you spend on care for dialysis, for rehabilitation of lung disease. Catch them young. Catch them, nip it in the bud. And I think that's where we are moving now. The dynamics now uh, would be providing support not only to the clinicians, giving back the uh, important information to the patients on a portal and giving big data information with predictive analysis and advanced analytics to uh, the commissioners of service, Mm -hmm. the Department of Health. I think all of this could tie very interestingly into wearables as well. You know, Fitbit, I think, was only launched about, I don't know, I think 2009, 2010. And now it's everywhere. And, you know, every technology company has some kind of um, health tracking device. We, this could even apply things like, you know, noticing a number of people who have, you know, temperatures, fevers in a certain area and then be sending out real time alerts you know saying be be aware that x number of people are blah 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 you can preempt this this is how you should be taking care of yourself have you thought about that kind of application and how open do you think the population would be to that absolutely so that is uh, basically remote and wearable technology that comes in there are use cases around where those link up with the patient portal so it's their own portal their own permission that they set up so that takes care of the privacy aspect they are agreeing to share that info And that's how outbreak models are built on. So if you say that uh, there's a community here who's getting high temperatures or they're getting uh, some other um, uh, abnormal vital signs, you can geolocate and find out why. You can layer on your other big data and find out, fine tune and allocate resources there. So this is the the wonder that this 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 is the wonderful technology that exists. Um, having said that, uh, just a word of caution, because big data, uh, we call it the big fives, value, variety, and one of the big ones is veracity. We have to be very sure that the data that gets in is verified and validated. Otherwise, we can very easily be manipulated to follow uh, a wrong lead or a red herring, as they call it. Mm-hmm. So big data is important. It's very useful. But having good quality data is more important than that.
And I w- that's what molds us. And I would also say that you can have the best technology in the world, but without, you know, a lovely doctor with a good bedside manner who can, you know, be there and perhaps not hold hands right now of, you know, someone who's feeling <laughs> vulnerable or unwell or or frightened. You know, technology is incredible, but we always need to have that human aspect. Definitely. And that's where I, I always say the technology is the easy bit, although my IT, uh, my IT colleagues hate that when I say that. Technology is the easy bit. It's the human factor that's important. How does that technology add value to the patient and the healthcare provider in the room? That's important. We're not talking about replacing. We're talking about complementing and advancing. And I think it's a really exciting time. For anyone who wants to find out more about the work you guys are doing, um, Malafi, what's the best way of getting in touch? And uh, for any healthcare providers, professionals out there who want to be part of it and, and learn more, how can they reach out? We have a website. It's um, uh, the easiest website that you can find, www.malafi.ae. And we are also on the social media channels. So any one of those would be good. Well, Doctor, thank you so much for your time today. I think the best ideas are ones that solve problems. And this sounds like something that can take a lot of headache, both metaphorical and physical, away from an awful lot of people. So thank you for your time, your insights. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have a lovely day and stay safe. Stay safe, stay healthy. Stay positive, test negative and all that good stuff. Thank you, Doctor. (laughs) Eye on Health on Dubai Eye 103.8. With Arab Health, uniting the healthcare community through business and education.